You're listening to Deliberate Living, a podcast that inspires, empowers, and encourages listeners to live life more authentically. My name is Holly Priestley, and I'm a full-time nomad who has been living in my 1997 Ford van for more than a year. I travel the United States with my dog, learning how to live with more authenticity. I explore different ways people choose to ditch the prescribed life we've all been sold and live on their terms, finding freedom and happiness however they choose. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Deliberate Living Podcast. In this one, I am going to share with you a little bit about how uh, the COVID-19 pandemic has affected my lifestyle as a freelancer and as a nomad. And... And this is by no means a blanket statement about how the pandemic has affected all freelancers or all nomads. This is just my personal experience and your mileage may vary. I have been incorporating the question of COVID into uh, my interviews as of late, um, and I will continue to do so uh, in the future as well. Um, I plan on doing an episode in the future where I basically just bring a lot of people's experiences into one place so that we can so that we can kind of come together and learn from each other and maybe have more empathy or come up with more ways to make our own experience go a little bit smoother. So uh, before I get started, I do want to thank absolutely everybody who has listened to this podcast so far, whether it was one episode or whether you've been around for all of the, oh, I think this is 19 now. Um, I'm very excited about it. I have no plans of slowing down. I'm still very much enjoying uh, creating and producing this show, and I hope you are enjoying watching, listening, and reading it. Um, If you have gotten any amount of value out of it from either a single episode or from the show as a whole, I would be eternally grateful if you were to leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or whichever your favorite podcasting Uh, platform is or on YouTube, whatever. Um, Those reviews, especially like if there's comments associated with them, help other people to be able to find the show and gain value from it, hear the stories, and learn how they might also live deliberately alternative lifestyles. So if you wouldn't mind, just after this episode or or even hit pause right now, go do it and come back. Uh, I would be really, really grateful. So thank you very much. It's, it's really no surprise that COVID is impacting the entire globe and um, different parts of the world are handling it very differently. If you've been paying attention to any amount of news or social media lately, uh, you've seen how, <laughs> lately, fuck, the entire year so far pretty much, um, you've seen how different countries have taken action or not um, in order to prevent the spread and bring the, the curve down. I'm based in the United States, and we're doing a superbly terrible job at keeping each other safe. Uh, We relate to the party, and we're still mishandling a lot of the prevention measures. Um, And to be honest, mishandling might be too nice of a word, since what we're doing largely as a country is not handling it at all. Um, Each neighborhood in each city, in each state, across the country is taking their own measures. So again, my experience is only based on the places that I have been. And I know that some larger cities like New York are taking more measures than some of the smaller cities in Montana. Uh, Everyone is kind of handling it differently based on their population and their unique needs. I wish everyone was taking it a little bit more seriously, but everyone is handling it in their own way. 
some places are still completely shut down. Some places are starting to open and allow restaurants and bars at 50% capacity. Some places are requiring masks. Some places aren't. And some places are just totally mask-free and going about daily life as if nothing has happened at all. Um, and I've seen all of it from my perspective. So as a nomad, I fly under the radar a lot, and uh, I do have a lot more freedom than most folks in homes in more strict parts of the country. I can leave my house. Uh, I can go for a walk or a run or a hike. I can go explore a little bit more easily. I can move around and more or less go on with my life um, in that way, but there are still a lot of ways that my lifestyle has been affected by the virus. One of the, the big things that's really easy to point out is that showers and laundry and other similar chores have uh, shifted quite a bit. Most of my showers previously came from gyms or rec centers or other public resources, and a lot of those are closed now. Um, as well, uh, for me, I mostly did my laundry in those places. Um, I've been doing my laundry in the shower for years now, even before I moved into a van. So that's just a good place for me to get all my things done at once. But now it's all closed, so I've had to get really creative. Um, I currently have a solar shower, um, and I'll link one in the show notes uh, that's similar to the one that I have. But it's basically like a plastic bag where half of it is clear and half of it is black. It's got a spout coming out of it, a little hose and a spout. And uh, the idea is you put water in it and you set it in the sun and the water warms up. I haven't been in a place that is consistently sunny and warm. So I've been combining some hot water from my stove with some cold water to make a water that's comfortable to at least wash my hair in. And I use a big metal bowl because my hair is very long. Uh, and because I'm doing this outside and the water ends up on the ground eventually, I haven't been using my regular like shampoos and conditioners. Even though I try to buy ones that are sustainably sourced and are ecologically friendly, most of these products are still not really allowed to just go on the ground without harming something. So I've been using um, very diluted, like Dr. Bronner's. Uh, I also use baking soda. Those two are basically my shampoo. And then I use apple cider vinegar for my conditioner. And this is also a similar way to how I've been doing my laundry when I haven't been able to use someone's machines to do it as well. And these, these opportunities work really well. Um, I use a lot of baby wipes for like showering and cleaning my body, but I use the solar shower for my hair and a similar process for my laundry. Uh, another way that it's really easy for me to point out is that a lot of the places that I park are either closed or very overcrowded. So uh, in the last few months, a lot of the places that I've gone to camp have been closed, either um, seasonality or because of COVID to prevent gatherings of people um, and that sort of thing. And on the other end of the spectrum, a lot of people are taking to the outsides. They're going on road trips and they're going camping and they're coming out into the wilderness and I'm really happy for them. And also there is kind of limited space where we can all be and so we all kind of end up in the same places. So it's been really challenging to find parking um, and camping the last few months. In uh, contrast to last year, my travel this year has been much, much slower. I'm not driving daily and these these weeks, these months, I've been adopting a much more like slow travel 
approach, which means that I like to find a good place to camp and like set up shop and stay for a few days or a few weeks. Most of the places that I stay are usually less than a week, but occasionally it has gone over. And again, a lot of the Forest Service and BLM land that I uh, hang out on has 14 to 16 day limits, depending on where you are. Check your own regulations, of course. I also need to make sure that the places that I hang out have good cell service so that I can keep doing my work which further limits my options as far as finding a good place to camp and set up shop for a week. Um, because of this challenge, like I've set out in a morning, you know, planning on camping someplace that's within an hour of where I happened to be before, and then ended up driving for like six or eight hours, zigzagging around and trying to find a new place to camp because my previous option or three either had somebody in it or was closed for, again, seasonality or COVID, or didn't have the cell service that I needed to sustain my work. Uh, a third way that my life has been impacted by COVID, as with many other people, this one is a lot less unique to nomads, um, but my travel plans have been canceled. Um, you know, as nomads, we travel quite a bit, and I had specific plans about where I was going to go and who I was going to hang out with. I planned on spending, you know, a few weeks to a month um, in the spring with a lot of my Colorado people and when I was passing through there this was early on in the pandemic not early enough but early on early enough on that they that basically like Denver and the surrounding areas the state had shut everything down and everything was closed and everyone was staying home and, and being safe and that's great it just also meant that when I was passing through there I didn't get to see anybody um, I didn't get to hang out and I didn't get to, to carry out those plans that I had. So it might be another few months until I get back down that way so I can see my people and hug some of my best friends. And even that depends on uh, how the rest of this COVID goes and whether uh, it's safe to do that. One thing that I have experienced um, in the, the little bit of travel that I have done is that I've had some locals come up and question me about my out-of-state plates. I've gotten mixed responses from strangers um, because some of them are assuming that, you know, I'm escaping the hotbed that is Colorado, which is where my plates are based, um, and I'm bringing the virus with me because I'm being an irresponsible traveler. And uh, that's not true. I haven't been in Colorado in months. I've actually been primarily in Montana for the last few months now. Um, and I don't really see anybody and I don't have a lot of contact with people and, uh, I have no symptoms of the virus or anything of that nature. When I was traveling to get up here, I did use hand sanitizer before and after every time I stopped to get gas or get groceries or anything of that nature. I've really done my best to, to stay clean and healthy. But sometimes dealing with strangers can be a little uncomfortable because I don't know if they're coming at me in a positive way or in a negative way. I don't know what they're going to say. And I have gotten some mixed responses on that and some people being concerned uh, with my out-of-state plates. Largely, though, the locals here have been pretty accepting or at least not harassing me. <laughs> and I know that hasn't been the case for all Vanners, and so I am grateful for uh, my limited questioning and no uh, direct aggression. 
Another one of the logistical challenges that I have faced is uh, work-related. And I know that a lot of people have been laid off or furloughed um, or, you know, in some way their work has been disrupted. Either they were working in an office and now they have to work from home or they don't have a job at all anymore, especially like my, my people in the service industry. Um, and I was already doing freelance and I was already working from home, from van, from coffee shop, from wherever. So that part of COVID definitely did not impact my life that much. I just work from home anyway. I need to make sure that I have good self self service anyway. Um, and you know, my work and my income fluctuate pretty dramatically month to month regardless. So while I did see like some, some slumps in there in my work and my income, as a result of COVID, I'm more or less used to it because that's how freelancing goes. I didn't lose my job. Um, I did have to budget pretty tightly at, at the beginning um, when everything just kept happening. You know, you think it's going to be over soon and then it's not. And for the first time ever, I actually qualify for unemployment. Usually self-employed people do not qualify for this benefit because of COVID, we're actually being given the chance to qualify. And I put off applying for it for months because I was convinced that I wouldn't qualify because I had that story in my head that I wouldn't because I never have before. Um, but it actually wasn't true. And when I did finally apply, I did qualify. And I'm super, super, super grateful for that because that little bit of extra income has significantly impacted my quality of life and my sense of security. And if you are self-employed and haven't tried for unemployment yet, I know each state is different. So look up your own rules. But if you haven't, if you're like me and you're being stubborn and you just thought for sure that you couldn't qualify, give it a shot just in case because it really does make a big impact. I know that each and every one of my nomadic friends and the nomadic people out in the world uh, are having to deal with this pandemic in totally new and different ways. And I know that my challenges are fairly limited and uh, most of them seem to be like logistical, but I also have been impacted in like mental and emotional ways. Like I miss my people. I really missed not seeing my Colorado friends on my way north and uh, while I love a lot of new experiences and new adventures and like meeting new people, um, which is hard to do right now anyway, I do uh, miss the things in life that are familiar and comfy and cozy. And I know that as a result of the pandemic, a lot of us are craving that like comfortable, cozy, familiar feeling. Uh, massive disrup disruption has a tendency to do that to you. And I know that I'm not alone in that way. And for me, in place of like hugs and time with my friends and family and being able to co-locate with the people who mean the most to me, um, I've been finding myself more drawn to like quiet nights and comfortable blankets and sweet treats and, you know, cuddles with the dog and good books, like things that make you feel warm and cozy in a place where maybe you are traveling and you don't know anybody or you're not allowed to see the people that you do love. So while there are a lot of pointed logistical challenges that myself and other nomads are facing, I would argue that the majority of the challenges for myself and likely a lot of other people, although not everybody, um, 
our mental and emotional and you know this feeling of prolonged uncertainty no one knows how long this is going to last no one knows what tomorrow is going to look like you know we don't know a lot we don't have any security or structure or any of that and like i thrive on adaptability and i like new things and i like new challenges that's why i live the lifestyle i do but at the same time this is a pretty significant challenge and there's a lot of uh, inability to cope with uncertainty and when it goes on for weeks and months and who knows how long this is going to go but the the strain on your mental health at that point can be really significant and i would highly encourage anybody out there who feels like they're struggling to reach out to a friend or a family member or a therapist or your journal i journal almost daily and that really does help me relax and calm down um, I also have a really good support network that I can talk to, and I am about this close to getting a therapist. I think we should all have them. Um, so if you're struggling with the uncertainty or anything, anything at all that's really coming out of this, uh, just know that you're not alone. And, you know, there are a lot of creative opportunities that we can make for ourselves to handle the logistical things you know i know how to wash my hair without running water um but sometimes when you really need a hug and there's not one there you have to get creative with how you solve that problem so i hope that you are all trucking through this as well as you can i hope that you're all wearing masks and uh i hope that we get to see each other uh, relatively soon and that we get some kind of solution for this problem and uh, tune in next week for another interview. I think it's going to be a good one. We've reached the end of this episode of Deliberate Living. You can find the show notes and everything we referenced over on my website. And be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts on YouTube or sign up for email updates every time something new is published. I'll see you next time on Deliberate Living. And until then, keep your life on the DL too.